sir. Good morning, sir. Thank you very much, sir. More grace, more anointing for your life. Good morning, Daddy Samomis. Good morning to everyone. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. We all had a nice rest, and uh, those of us at work, we all had a night shift. God bless us real good, and welcome Amen. to a new, day, a new beginning, a new life, a new Amen. grace upon Amen. our lives, even this day, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'll just take this song to worship our God before we go into the message. How excellent is your name. How
and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruits, and your threshing shall reach unto the vintage, and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time, and ye shall eat your bread through the full, and dwell in your land in safety, land safely, and I will give peace in the land, and ye shall lie down, and none shall be shall make you afraid. And I will read every evil out of the land, neither shall the sword go through the, the land. And ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before by before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase an hundred, and an hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. And your enemy shall fall before you by the sword. For I will have respect unto you, and make you fruitful, and multiply you and establish my covenant with you, and ye shall eat old stock, and bring forth the old because of the new, and I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you, and will be your God, and ye shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt, that ye should not, ye should not be their bond men, and I have broken the bounds of your yoke and made you go upright. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Lord bless the reading of his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, I want us to go to our church. We're going to sing the song there in our church. Hallelujah. I believe all of us should have the song. Um, Trust and obey. Wow. Uh, let's start by singing that song when we walk with the Lord want to go when we walk with the Lord in the light of the Lord all the glory he sheds on the Oh, 
This morning, this message just a reminder and as well as an encouragement to us, especially this season that we have, especially this time that we are all going through. And as children of God, I believe we should not be alarmed by the happenings in the world, even at this moment, because it's written in Matthew 24, 1 to 50, that all this will happen towards the end. And at the end, is near. when we start seeing this, we know that the end is near. So I will implore us to go back ourselves and read Matthew 24, 1 to 50, so that we understand and also use it to check our lives and check our activities if we are really preparing ourselves for the coming of the Lord. We have to, on a daily basis, prepare ourselves for his coming. We have mm. to, at the same time, believe and hold on to the word of God that mm. says, in troubled times, we should call upon him. And as mm. we walk with him, within his commandment, so this mm. message is titled, Live by his decrees, obediently and faithfully. Live by his decrees, obediently and faithfully. So if there is any other time where we need to be obedient and faithful to the Lord, it is now. Let's say we have not been faithful and obedient from the onset. At this time, at this period, in these last days, we need obedience and faithfulness to be our watchword. Faithful in our love to, for God. Faithful in our love for the brethren. In our relationships, in our giving, in our words, in our actions. We should be full of faith in God and obedience in our offering, obedience in our tithing, obedience in holy living, obedience in abiding by his commands and living by the standard of his words. 
These are what the Lord wants us to do. But before we go ahead, when we want to look at live by, what is live by? That is to agree with or to follow. Live by is to agree with and follow. I will just give that simple definition. And decrees is a formal and authoritative order. A formal and authoritative order. And when we look at it biblically, God's decrees are his commandments. When we look at Deuteronomy 6, 1 to 25, the, the verse 1 says, These are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy, and you and your children and grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. That is part of the decrees of the Lord. When, when we look at obedience, obedience is complying or willing to comply with another. Obedience is complying or willing to comply with another. An example of obedience in the Bible is Abraham in Genesis 22, 1 to 8, the sacrifice of his son Isaac or Moriah. Faith and obedience was put into action by father Abraham without any other thing to do. He went on giving his son to the Lord. Then the question now is, how obedient are you how obedient am I? In our secular life, how obedient are we to instructions? How obedient are we to policies and procedures in our workplaces or in our organization? When you say obediently, that means submissively, complying dutifully, following and order. Then when we look at faithful, faithful means remaining loyal and steadfast remaining loyal and steadfast. And still, an example of our faith is in our father Abraham. That's why the father, there was no ram. He was even telling his son, the Lord will provide. That's why the father, he knew that God said, sacrifice me your son. He was still telling the son that the Lord will provide. That is faith. The question now also to us is, where is our faith? What level is our faith? How faithful are you? How faithful am I? When we talk of faithfully, that means we are true to our vows. How true are we to our vows? How true are we to our words? How true are we to our promises? How true are we to God and to others? To our children, to our spouses, to our colleagues, to our friends, to our bosses, our work. Brethren, we need to look into this. Believe is an encouragement and it's a word of reminder to us. And when we come to a, a total of it, live by its decrees obediently and faithfully. This can be referred to as agreeing to be submissive and loyal to an authoritative order given by a superior person. When we go to a workplace, we agree to submit to the policies and procedure given by the organization. So it will be easy for us to follow God's decree and order if we are able to follow the policies and procedures of our workplaces, policies and procedures of the church, policies and procedures of our families. You may want to think, ah, do we have policies and procedures? Yes, when well, you say do this, don't do this. It's your policy and it's your procedure. So it will be easy for us to follow the decrees of God. 
as children of God, it will be easy for us to stay true with our words. But how obedient and how faithful are we in all areas of our lives? When I was asking the Lord for a, for a confirmation of this message, one of the revelations he showed to me, and I want us to know that God wants his children as much as he is our God, and as much as he is ready to support, to help us through, he wants us to be obedient to his law, to his law, and to the commands of our superiors. In that revelation, uh, uh, an organization was giving a, a particular as a thing to do. In that organization, the way the Lord showed it to me, they were meant to be doing massaging. And they, I think they have been approved to, to do massage, but they are meant to employ professionals who are good, who have the qualification to do this work. But at the end of the day, this organization dived into so many other things. They included a library, like a hairdressing salon and all other things. And to crown it up, they employed those who are not qualified. And on a particular day, in fact, you can imagine how long I was in this revelation that the Lord was showing me, but I just picked it. On a particular day, someone did a massage for someone and that person died. Not quite long, the government came in, a government official came in and they started calling them to order. And they have to lock up the place and started calling these people. And unfortunately, these people seems to me as if it's someone I know, but I don't know them, but they were Christians. So this was what the Lord was ministering to me. How faithful are we in our workplaces? How obedient are we to commands in our place of work? in our places of business. Maybe we have our own business. How faithful are we? In the church of God, how faithful and obedient are we in following the commands or the agreements of the church? Then when we come to God, it will be easy if we are able to do those outside in secular jobs to do the things of God. So brethren, let's look at our lives. What we have to do is to live by his decrees. What we have to do is to live by policies and procedure of the organization. So we can get the blessings of faithfulness to him and the blessings of obedience to his commands. Our obedience is required and our faithfulness is required. We cannot obey someone we don't have any commitment to. We cannot be faithful to someone we don't believe in or we don't trust. And that's why we sang that song, trust and obey. You cannot obey someone you don't trust. And you cannot be faithful to someone you don't trust or you don't obey. So according to the passage we read this morning, that I read to us this morning, we have some criteria. There are some criteria that we need to follow or that can be seen as by living his decree. Number one is to ensure that we do not make idols for ourselves. Don't make any animate or inanimate object as a God for yourself. Don't make any human being as your sacred God. Number two, don't ensure that we do not set up graven image or sacred pillar for ourselves. At no, at any other point, should we seek to make or set up any image of wood or stones as a God. 
Ensure we do not carve stones in our land that we can bow down to, to worship. Do not worship any stone set up by anyone. Ensure that we keep the Sabbath day holy. Ensure that we keep the sanctuary of God clean with reference. How clean is your sanctuary? How clean is my sanctuary? And when we talk of sanctuary, it includes the physical sanctuary. It includes the sanctuary of our bodies. How are we keeping them? Then why do we have to live by his decree, obediently and faithfully? God requires us as believers, as Christians, to be faithful. He requires us to be obedient. He requires us to be steadfast, even in our service to him and in our relationship to him or with him. Because what? He is the creator of the hands of the heart. Genesis 1, 1 to 2. It says, so it told us in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, we have to read it down. Genesis 1 and Genesis 2. It reads about creation. So he is the creator of the hands of the heart. And that is one of the reasons why we have to live by his decree on a daily basis, obediently and faithfully. Another reason is because he is our father. Matthew 6, 6 to 9 also said it. And Jesus confirms it. When he tell, told us how we need to pray, when you go into your closet, when you want to pray to your father, who see it in secret, he said, you pray like this, our father. So our Lord be your name. So he knows that God is our father. And that is the reason why we must live by his decrees, decrees obediently and faithfully. Why should we live by his decree? Because he keeps covenant with them that loved him. If we love the Lord, he keeps his covenant with us. In Deuteronomy 6, 5, and he said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And also he says in Deuteronomy 7, 8, But because the Lord loved you, and because it will keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, that the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So because he is a covenant keeper to those who love him. Because he's also a jealous God, we have to live by his decree. He doesn't want anyone, any rivalry. That's why he told us that we shouldn't have any graven image. Exodus 34, 14 says, For thou shalt worship no other God. For the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. So that is why we have to live by his decree. Another way, reason why we have to live by his decree faithfully and obediently is because he's a God of vengeance. He will fight for his own. As he says in Hebrews 10, 30, For we know him that had said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. He is the God of vengeance. So we have to live by his decrees. Then he does not share his glory with any man or graven image. That's another reason why we have to live by his decree. He doesn't share his glory. Isaiah 42, 8 says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and glory, my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven image. Why do we have to live by his decree? Faithfully and obediently. Because it requires us to be devoted to him alone. To him alone, not to any other. Total and complete devotion to him. Exodus 23 says, Thou shalt have no other God before me. 
Also, he's making us to make ourselves an offering of holiness to him. Holiness within and without. That is one of the reasons why we must live by his decree. So that we can be an offering of holiness to him. And Leviticus 27 says, Sanctify yourself therefore and be holy. For I am the Lord your God holy. Hallelujah. So when we cannot move or go out of anything with a particular thing. Even when that thing, when we have gone a distance and we say, oh, aha, I've forgotten this thing, I cannot live by it, then we will be making mistakes because sometimes we will not be able to follow the will of God because we don't have some things that is of our own self rather than doing the things of God. And many things that happen to us in our present day life is, is that we are not really following the full commands of our God. Many of God, we shifted base. The work, the ministry God has placed in our hands, we shifted and we took another thing that God did not ask us to do. Let's check our lives. Are we obediently following? Are we faithfully following his commands? Are we doing exactly what he wants us to do? Are you staying in the place of prayer where God has said, this is what I give you to do? Are we staying there? Or we have jumped from there to go and start singing where he did not ask us to. I am a choir minister. I am a member member. You are singing when the Lord says, be in the place of prayer. I don't mean we cannot all sing in church. I don't mean we cannot all pray in church. There are, there are specific assignments of God that given to each one of us. Are we standing or staying within the confines of those assignments? Or have we jumped from pillar to post? Oh, everybody is preaching this and that. Oh, the church is getting full. Let me jump to that area so that I will start doing the same thing. Brethren, mm -hmm. let's watch it. From the Bible passage we read, the Lord says there are blessings. If you live by his decree, there are blessings. The first blessing is said from verses 3 to 13 of that Bible passage I read. He said he will send rain to us in their, in their seasons. He said he will... He will let the ground yield its crop and the trees of the field their food to us. He said he will make our trash until the grape harvest, the grape harvest, and the grape harvest will continue until planting time. He said he will ensure that we have more than enough to eat. There shall be no shortage of food in our homes. These are promises that God has given. When we follow and live by his decree obediently and faithfully, he said he will ensure that we, we, are, we live safe and secure in our land. He will make the country where we live a peace, a place of peace for us. He said he will ensure that we are able to go to sleep at night without fear. Nothing will make us to be afraid. He said he will get rid of the wild beast threatening us. All those things, using animals to threaten us in the night, he will grasp a bit of those nonsense dreams that comes our way. He said he will empower us to chase out our enemies and ensure that we defeat them. He said he will make five of us to chase 100, and 100 of us will take 10,000. These are the promises of God, and he's a faithful God that keeps words. He said he will give us full attention, not half or partial attention, which... Are we giving to him? Are we giving our partial obedience or our full obedience? Are we partially being faithful or fully faithful to him? He said he will make us prosper 
And also it will make us to grow in numbers. That is, it will increase us greatly. He said he will ensure he keeps his covenant with us in good working order. He said he will give us abundant provisions. He will make sure that we don't run out of food in our homes. He said he will, be, he will build his tent with us. That is, he will not leave the area where we live. He will stay around with us. He said he will not shun us. He will not avoid us. As human beings avoid people or shun people, they will just say, ah, he's coming. I will just walk another way. God said he will not do that. So these are the promises. He said, he will walk through our streets on a daily basis. He will walk through our lives. And he said, it will just be more than enough to us. He said, he will deliver us from our strong enemies. And also he said, he will remove all the chain of slavery and give us freedom. Our God is beautiful. It's now left for us to achieve or to take what he wants to give us. By what? By living by his decree, obediently and faithfully. And in conclusion, Romans 12, 1 to 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good, that's good, and acceptable and perfect will of God. When we are conformed to the things of God, definitely it will be easy for us to do those things that are meant to be done, that is within the law or the confine of the law, that is guiding us, either secularly or spiritually. So, and I will read it from the Message Bible. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. Your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around, the, around life. And place it before God as an offering. When you place it before God as an offering, it will be easy for us to follow his commands. And to follow the commands or the decrees or the policies and procedures of our workplaces. Embracing what God does, does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Embrace what he does for us. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. Let's fix our attention on him. When we fix our attention on him, it will be easy for us to be obedient and faithful to his decrees. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. And that is it. We will be able to respond to his commands, obey his commands, walk by his standard without fail. Unlike the culture around you, you always drag, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you develops well-formed maturity in you. That is our God. Brethren, let's be encouraged this morning. In this time and season that we have, in these last days, perilous time that we have, let's ensure that we live by the standard of the word of God, living by his decree in obedience and in faithfulness. Let's pray. Let's pray and ask the Lord, that this morning, Father, in whatever way I have been unfaithful or disobedient to your commands, 
or to the policies and procedure of my workplace or my organization or of my business. Father, please have mercy and forgive me. Have mercy. Let's begin Father, to pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, 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 I ask for mercy. Forgive me, Lord, in the name of Father, have I say, Lord, I surrender my life afresh to you this morning. And I lay all at the altar of sacrifice. Brethren, surrender our lives. Let's surrender it to you this morning. Lay all at the altar of sacrifice. Lord, I surrender my life unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I lay my life before you at the altar of sacrifice. I give you my soul. I give you all that pertains to me, Father Lord, Lord, Let's pray as so Lord, give me grace to follow you obediently and grace to follow you Father, grant unto in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help me, Lord, to follow you. Lord, grace to follow you without wavering, without looking back. Father, grant unto me in the mighty name of Jesus. Grant to me, grant to my children and my husband in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I will follow you, Father, obediently. Trust you completely in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to pray it another way. I say, Father, give me the grace to be obedient to my workplace policies and procedures, to instructions of my leaders, and to others given by the church. In the name of Jesus, my Father and my God, I pray. In the name of Jesus, I pray this The Lord will give me the grace to be obedient to my organization policies, to my business policies and procedures. Give me the grace, O God, to be obedient to God and to follow over instructions of my leaders, O God. Give me the grace to obey the rules and regulations of the church and the instructions given by your servant in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Lord, the grace to be supportive to my leaders. I pray that God will grant unto me in Jesus' name. Amen. As a father, let your grace to trust and obey your word to the letter rest upon me in the name of Jesus. The grace to trust and obey Jesus. I pray the grace to trust and obey your law. The grace of God to trust and carry out your to the letter brought unto me in the name of Jesus. Father, the grace of complete obedience. Father, let it rest upon me. Let it rest upon my husband and children this day in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, let the grace to walk in the light of your word release upon me. 
the grace to walk in the light of your word all the days of my life. Father, the grace to walk in the light of your word. Let it be released in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let it be released in the name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, the grace to walk in the light of your word. Let it be released upon me to be released upon my children and my husband in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, my children. We are prayed. Amen. Oh Lord, help me by your spirit that I will fix my eyes and mind on you. Alone all the days of my life. Oh Lord, help me by your spirit. Father, help me by your spirit. That I will fix my eyes and my mind on you. In the name of Jesus. And not on any man. Father, help me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help me. Lord, I will fix my eyes on you. Not to waver. In the name of Jesus. And pray that Lord from today, as a result of my obedience and faithfulness, let me continually experience your peace, security, and divine lifting. In my family, in Jesus' name, my father and my father. In the name of Jesus, I pray with God as a result of my obedience. Father, Lord, help me continually experience your peace, your peace, your safety, your security, your promotion, your family. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray the Lord that I will continually experience your peace. Let me experience of peace. Let me experience of peace. Amen. Lord, let the blessings of abundant provision and overflowing blessings. Let it be released upon my family, even in this season, in the name of Jesus. You know, when everybody is saying there is a casting down, we will be saying there is a lifting up. Now, in this season that we have, over, let the abundant blessings, over rest upon my life. The blessings of following your obedience, of, of your command, the blessings of living over in your, in your, in your, in your way. Father, let it rest upon me. The blessings of abundant provision. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Let your blessings rest upon us. Even as we go forward from today, give us the grace to obediently and faithfully follow your commands and to live by the standard of your words in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen.